Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 15, chapter 180. An hour after nightfall, the holy man took his usual frugal meal. After supper, he was as well as before, and gave no indication of having even the slightest indisposition, let alone being in any danger of death. Moreover, he was so happy that you couldn't imagine anything less likely than that he would die within the next few hours. Once he was in bed, he knew well enough that his last hour had come and began to say to us who were standing by him, So, we shall die eventually. Then he asked again what time it was, and finding that it was three hours after sunset, he began to murmur as if talking to himself, Three hours, then if you add two unto that, it makes five. And if you add three, it makes six. He turned to us and said, off to bed with you. As he said that, that, he was so vigorous that from his words and gestures, it was very clear that he was exceedingly happy, as if he were already enjoying the delights of heaven. We did not suspect there was any danger, and so we went away to bed. At midnight, I had hardly gone to sleep when I was woken up, and I heard Philip walking about. And then I was frightened, and I got out of bed at once and rushed off without bothering to dress fully. I just pulled on my cassock over my trunks and went straight to him, to find him sitting on his bed. His throat was so full of blood or phlegm that I was afraid that he would choke with good reason. When I saw him, I asked him what was the matter. He said right out, this is my last hour. I am beginning to die. I was the only one there with him and on my own was unable to do anything for him. So I dashed off to find Alessandro Illuminati. He followed me back at once. Then while we waited for the doctors, since the sickness had come on him so strongly, we tried putting cupping glasses to him without the irons and then attempted to massage him. We began with his arms and legs, leaving out his chest. Then we put tourniquets on his thighs, arms, and shins to stem the flow of blood and tried all sorts of remedies without doing him any good at all. Philip did not refuse any of our attempts. And after a quarter of an hour or so, the phlegm stopped accumulating in his throat. There was no hemorrhage and his throat became clear so that he could speak quickly and easily. You would think 
all danger of death had passed. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. St. Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. There's a great contrast in tonight's reading between the happiness and the playfulness of St. Philip after he has his supper, after all the outside people have left the oratory, as he gets ready for bed, as he talks to Father Galonio. There's a kind of brightness. There's a kind of cheerfulness that's supernatural. Galonio says it was so striking that he, be, looking back, he thought he was already tasting the joys of heaven. And then suddenly it switches at midnight. It switches to this somewhat desolate scene in which these two oratorians who aren't doctors or nurses are trying their best on poor St. Philip to keep him from dying. They're trying all kinds of techniques that they probably saw the doctors doing. They were trying to do it themselves. And Galonio says it was to no effect. And yet St. Philip put up with it. He endured it. What's St. Philip telling us about this spiritual life that he's always encouraging people to follow? What's he telling us through this last few hours? Well, one of the things he's telling us is that whenever the Lord gives a great joy or a great consolation, we have to be ready for a cross. We have to be ready for some rough treatment. The Lord gives consolations, great joys to prepare us for something more difficult that's about to happen. What does St. Philip used to say during his life? That very thing. He would say, whenever the Lord has given me great consolations, I begin to be a little worried and I start praying fervently that I'll be able to carry whatever cross he sends. And where do these crosses, these difficulties, these desolations often come from? Well, tonight's reading's telling us they often come from those closest to us. The people we live with, the people we spend most of our time with, the people who, generally speaking, help us the most, like Galonio helping St. Philip. These people often are the ones that God's providence uses to sanctify us, to try us, to rub up against us so like we can become shiny like coins in a pocket rubbing up against each other or rocks rubbing up against each other or fabric. You know, if you want to clean fabric, what do you often have to do? Take the same piece of fabric and 
whatever, and rub it against each other. Oftentimes, they, that kind of friction between very similar things works for the best. And so let us not be surprised when the attacks, the difficulties come from those who we thought would only do us good. What did Joseph say in the Old Testament to his brothers later on, after everything was worked out, after everything had turned out well, they said, are you going to get your revenge now? And he said, you meant evil, but God meant good. That is what St. Philip is telling us. Keep your eyes on God. And that will allow us to endure the joys and the sorrows of this life. But we have to pray. Keeping our mind on God, keeping in the presence of God is a gift. It's not just something we try really hard to accomplish. It's a gift. The Lord sends joys. The Lord sends sorrows. The Lord gives. The Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.